they just want to impose their will. And that will is a really ugly sight to see. Why is the progressive left so ugly inside and out? Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. And this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And before we get to today's big topic, click that notification button, that thumbs up button, the five star button. Give us six stars. What the hell? It helps us. It helps you stay in touch with us. And we sure appreciate that. Anyway, uh, gentlemen, it came to my attention over uh, Independence Day on Monday that the left is just hideously ugly and full of hate. And it's 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 not just on the inside. It's it's on the outside. And we're going to talk this out today and see if we can figure out why. Um, celebrities, Scott, took to Twitter and uh, various uh, national media outlets to really just hate on America on her birthday, which timing, people, come on. It's supposed to be a holiday. Uh, Oscar winner Jessica Chastain put a picture of herself up on uh, on Twitter, giving not one but two middle finger salutes, saying happy independence, in quotes, day from me and my reproductive rights. Uh, I know this will make you sad, Scott, because you like watching her on TV, but Katy Perry uh, said, baby, you're a firework is a 10. Apparently that's a song of hers. But women in the U.S. have fewer rights than an actual sparkler. Shake my head. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Uh, uh, blue check environmentalist Aaron Weiss said that uh, NPR's move to no longer read the Declaration of Independence on Independence Day was long overdue and described our founding document as deeply offensive and racist. Um, and the Washington Post, Paul Waldman chose Independence Day to declare our independence from the founding fathers. And I think you'll love the reason, because the American right has found in the framers an extreme extraordinarily effective tool with which they can roll back social progress and undermine our democracy. Uh, whatever happened to keeping the hate aside for just one day so we could all celebrate together? You know, a week or two ago, I had a, a birthday of my own, uh, turned 61 years old, and I'm just trying to imagine what, what that event would have been like. Uh, you know, we did get together for a brunch at a local shop in Missouri where I was visiting at the time uh, with my kids and their uh, spouses or soon-to-be spouses and some other friends. And I thought, wouldn't it have been really nice if they had started off uh, by recounting all of the things they didn't like that I had done over the years? Uh, we'd still be there now, by the way, uh, two weeks later, if they flesh those out at all. Yeah, it just seems like I'm not saying you should never be critical of this sure. country, but can you give it a breather on Independence Day? <laughs> now, in fairness to them, they probably all realize that July 4th isn't the actual day of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, but in fact, That's it's right. July 2nd. That's right, because they know their Federalist yes. Papers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. So it was actually July 2nd. And uh, so that's probably why they probably you know were silent on July 2nd. Now, most of this is uh, the kerfuffle raised by the, the Supreme Court opinion in the Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization decision that overturned Roe versus Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood. And so you know, when some Something goes 
in a way that you don't want it to do in this country, the key thing to do there, apparently, from their perspective, is to attack the very foundations of the country. Uh, not to say, hey, wow, 50 years ago, things went in a way that I favored, and now things went in a way that I don't favor. That's kind of the interplay of allowing the people to have a choice and electing representative government and letting the president choose justices of the federal bench and things like that. That's that's part of what you get. Sometimes you get what you want. Sometimes you don't get what you want. We're going to go into more detail on that specific situation with the Supreme Court on my episode of Right Angle this week. But, um, you know, I I actually find Katy Perry to be charming as a as a one of the judges or coaches or whatever they call them on American Idol. I don't really know too much of her music other than firework which is not fireworks, but firework. Um, and, uh, you know, she's a very talented person. And that's the way I want to know her. I don't look to her for advice. I will point out, however, that Katy Perry recently uh, had a baby and celebrated with great joy her pregnancy and, um, and the birth of her child. And she uh, is, by all accounts, a good mom. And I prefer to think of her that way. Yeah, you and me both. Uh, Bill, when I when I saw I <laughs> when I saw all this ugliness uh, from all of these, you know, beautiful people, these Washington people come out on Independence Day, it it made me think that they're just on the inside, the same thing we see on the outside with the real progressive hardcore left. I'm talking about uh Antifa, I'm talking about pretty much anybody you see on libs of TikTok these days. Um this insistence on young people who should be in their the, the the best they'll ever look in their lives just making themselves offensively bad looking on purpose and i have to ask you why to conform with their inner visions of themselves i suppose hmm. uh you know if they could figure out a cosmetic procedure to have their skin burst into flames anytime somebody played the national anthem. I have no doubt they'd, they'd, they'd all be rushing to do that too. Here's what's telling about, about these people, Steve. You can understand why they hate America because America is about freedom. It's about um, making your own way. It's about being able to do what you want to do so long as you don't affect somebody else. It's about procedures. It's about protection. It's about prosperity. It's about capitalism. All of them are millionaires. They've all benefited from American capitalism. They all get to speak their minds. They're benefiting from the American Constitution. And so, needless to say, this all has to be destroyed because they're all Marxist because that's what they're told they're supposed to be and they're not very smart. But here's the point I think that really stands out here. So if you're willing to grant these idiots uh, that they hate America and given their value set, they should hate America. In fact, given their value set, they we shouldn't be surprised that they hate America. America is here to prevent everything that they want to do. Baby sacrifice, you know, uh, endless, uh, endless orgies, uh, you know, uh, drug use to uh, any, the left, the modern progressive left is about, is about doing what they want to do all the time. And anything that, that gets in that way of that has to be destroyed. So as Scott pointed out, when things go their way, then the Supreme Court is a treasured institution that, that, that you know, is, 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 is the essence of our democracy. And when it doesn't, then it's burn it down. And, and people like, uh, AOC, who are sitting representatives of the United States government, are out there saying, burn it down, burn down the Supreme Court. Okay. But the, I keep missing the point. The point I'm trying to make here is, Steve, what have you ever seen these people happy about? Wow. What have you ever seen them celebrate? 
<sighs> what, what, when have you ever seen progressives happy? I'll wait. Well, even in the things that they celebrate, like when you talk about, for example, Pride Month, Bill, um, it's really Mm -hmm. not so much about, hey, isn't it great that there are so many homosexuals in our country? Um, It's more about uh, their their anger at how gay people aren't treated the way they think they should be treated by the law or, or individuals or whatever. You'll never hear them celebrate the gains made by by gays or or, or uh, trans, you'll never hear them celebrate that. The only time these topics come up is to remind us of how bad things are and how and how much more change we need and so on. I have never seen progressives happy about anything. I, I, you would think, you would think that they would be happy about anti-American things because they hate America so much, but they're not. They're not happy about anything. You've never seen a social justice warrior happy. You've never seen one laughing. You've never seen one relaxed. You've never seen one saying, well, you know, that was a victory. You know, we won that one. You you never hear them say that because the protest against the establishment is what's been drilled into their head from the beginning because that's how the Frankfurt School works. You must be against everything all the time. The only thing they know how to do is protest. So my, you know, if if any of them are listening, I, I, I think probably just my most reasonable philosophical answer to this would be piss off, uh, <laughs> you, you, you bloody communists. But let me just close by saying something yeah. uh, positive here. Uh, this was my wife's first 4th of July as a U.S. citizen. Oh. And I went to her, that yeah, was great. And I went to her uh, her naturalization ceremony, obviously. Uh, we were up at Sequoia National Park for the weekend. We were walking around people, having backyard barbecues. Everybody's caught. They've never seen us before and they'll never see us again. Hey, how's it going? Great. Thanks. How are you doing? Good. Hey, happy 4th of July. Everybody up there is real friendly. That's what America really is. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing I'd like to stress to people is that during the naturalization ceremony, I've never seen such a large group of people so happy at the same time with the possible exception of the time the Florida Gators beat the Seminoles in the 96 uh, uh, Sugar Bowl to, uh, to, to win the national championship. Uh, they are luminously happy mm. to be Americans. And, and I think the thing that stands up every single time, Steve, is, well, if Trump's elected, we're leaving for Canada. If, the, if, if Roe's overturned, we're going to Canada. If this thing's happening, they've been threatening to go to Canada forever. They have the means to live anywhere they want to in the world, and none of them go. None of them go. Why is that? I wonder. And you know, Canada's got room for a lot more people. We could we could lose <laughs> 50, 60, 70 million people, be quite a lot happier here, and Canada could fill up some of those empty spaces. I think that'd be a win-win. You said there's plenty of room in Canada, and, and apparently there's an awful lot of high-rise housing available at very reasonable prices all throughout China. Still <laughs> all throughout China. Entire cities, empty ghost cities in China. All right, folks. When I look at today's left, I don't look at yesterday. I don't see yesterday's left. What I see is people who really are filled with hate. And I think a lot of that is self-loathing and it is expressed in a way that tells you they're no longer interested in debate. They're no longer interested in persuasion. They're going to show you this ugliness of theirs 24-7 in whatever ways they can think of to show it to you. And they're going to shove it in their in your faces because they've lost that willingness, that ability, that whole American thing for political and social and cultural debate, that 
that dynamic thing that helps make this country great. They just want to impose their will, and that will is a really ugly sight to see. There's your right angle on that, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. 